Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. All right, a lot of football conversation today in about a half hour. We're hitting the road for Indianapolis for the Combine. We'll uh, be broadcasting from the Combine on Thursday and Friday. And uh, we'll, uh, it will be a who's who. And I think Caleb Williams is expected to speak there on Friday. That's quarterback day as far as the press conferences are concerned. So we'll get a, hopefully a chance to meet and see all the quarterbacks on Friday. Any chance we can get Caleb Williams to join the show? We could try. I, I hear he doesn't do a ton of interviews. Uh, in the uh, athletic article today, it said that he did skip some of the press conferences at USC after games. Well, that's not going to fly in the NFL. No. You're no. required to meet the media. Yes, you are. Um, and then also today... Um, Cody Bellinger had his press conference. And what I thought was interesting there was Scott Boris was on the podium with Bellinger and Jed. That was a different sort of look. Jesse Rogers is all over that as he's all over everything baseball related. And he's brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealers. Toyota, let's go places. They're also uh, taking us to Indianapolis and my brand new Sequoia. Jesse, what's going on? Good to talk to you, boys. What's happening? Big day today with Bellinger back in camp. A fully bearded Bellinger back. Oh. Uh, haven't seen him with the beard before. Not the full beard, at least. So it was good to see him out on the field um, doing his thing in center. They're, they're not going to keep him on his feet too much early on. They're going to ramp him up. He probably won't get into a game until next week. But I'm excited as someone that covers the team because this gives them a legit chance to win the division. They have a good manager they have a good squad, not a great squad. It's not a team that would win the West or maybe the East, but it could win the Central, and it was good to see him back in the fold. What was that? A, did you think that that was different, that Boris was on the podium with them? Yes, a little bit. Carmen asked me the same thing, and I wasn't quite sure why it all happened. From what I understand, I don't have this completely locked down, but if you watch the presser, you'd understand. I think you'd agree with me. Um, I think Bellinger wanted him there. I think Bellinger wanted him sitting next to him, and he deferred to him on at least one question. I mean, he straight out was asked a question, and he turned to Scott and had Scott answer for him. And then um, I actually followed up and said, but wait a minute, Cody, I want to hear from you, and here's the cut right now. Um, did you expect a long-term deal going back to November? Here's what Cody had to say. Yeah, I think there's, there's definitely – uh, that thought that goes into it. Um, and, you know, like I said, I think that ultimately that's the goal. Um, and so just kind of continue to talk to, for me, I talked to Scott continuously and see what was going on. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, like super excited how it all worked out. Um, and, you know, I, you know, yes, obviously, but, you know, with this, I'm very excited with it all. And, um, very happy to get going. So you could tell there, there's no doubt they were thinking long term. But as Scott said, you got to read the market as the winter progressed. It just wasn't coming together for him. And this is a win for the Cubs, but let's not act like uh, Jed Hoyer, you know, checkmated Boris and it's, it's just a, this huge win for him. 
I mean, what the Cubs did was basically walk away from him and said, you know, we value you this way. If you get another deal, a better, better deal, you're, we'll play without you. And they ju- it just never happened. So um, maybe, maybe uh, Jed Hoyer read that market back in November, December, that he wasn't going to get that kind of a deal because there were some negatives that, that other teams felt, I think, and, and Scott documented them today, the idea that it was one good year after two bad ones. Um, perhaps Jed knew with the RSN, the local TV money situation, that other teams weren't going to bid. Perhaps he understood once the Dodgers spent their money and, and the Mets kind of were out of the mix and the Yankees traded for Soto, maybe he understood that eventually Bellinger would come back to them. Um, but it really came down to he just didn't have any other offers. He liked playing here. And I think Scott did the right thing in the sense that instead of taking necessarily maybe five and 150, which he probably could have gotten at some point, three and 80 with these opt-outs gives him a chance to still go in the market at a young age. That's the key at a young age and, and, and get a bigger deal. Now, maybe that'll never happen. Who knows? But if he has another big season, teams might be more willing to give him money considering it's two good ones after two bad ones. Uh, Jess, why was Scott Boris there? Well, I mean, it's not unheard of for the agent to show up when it, when a player signs. Now, re-signing may be a little bit different, right? Um, but again, I think Bellinger kind of wanted him up on the on the on the at the podium there, so to speak, or at the at the table. Um, why he was in town for it? It's not unheard of, even if it is a re-signing. It's still an eighty million dollar commitment. He's showing support to his player. Now, look, I don't doubt Scott wanted to get out his message that Montgomery and Snell will be ready. He said that on the record. Uh, afterwards, uh, look, no matter when they sign, we have these guys going through spring training. They'll be ready. So I'm sure Boris has his own reasons for it, but it's not unheard of to be there to support your player. It was a little unusual to see him up there, mm. but I think Bellinger wanted him there. Maybe they, I was expecting they were going to announce that Matt Chapman had signed a deal with the Cubs. Yeah, well, they huddled. Jed and, and Scott did huddle before the press conference. Could have been talking about anything. But I know they've talked about Chapman. I don't think they've talked much about Snell and Montgomery. I know they've talked about Chapman. It would push them past the luxury tax. So we'll see where that goes. It's not impossible, um, but they certainly weren't ready to sign two guys. And, you know, when, or I mean, they announced two guys. When Council saw Boris, he walked up to him and he said, I thought you were bringing Montgomery with you. And uh, they had a good laugh over that. Uh, we'll see about Chapman. It's a possibility, but again, is Tom willing to pay that tax? We'll find out, I guess, in the next few weeks. Yeah, I was going to say, is this more of a Ricketts decision or more of a Jed strategic decision? Like anything, Jed will have to go to Tom and say, this is the reasons we should go over the tax. Now, they're so close to the tax, they could go over it anyway between whatever in-season moves they make or the trade deadline. So I guess you could, if, if Jed really wants to sell it, hey, Tom, we're going to go over it anyway. Let's get a real good player like Matt Chapman to put it third base. Morell's your DH, and all of a sudden you have one of the best defenses in the league and a pretty good offense. Not a great offense, but a pretty good offense. So we'll see. I was watching Morell today. I think he can, he can make the routine plays, and he'll make the fabulous play once in a while. He made a diving catch the other day. But it's those little things, those nuanced things that a third baseman or any infielder needs to accomplish. In fact, I saw Madrigal over the course that, you know, he made those little nuanced plays a lot last year as a first-time third baseman. I think Morell is going to take some time, but at least he's making the routine plays both in practice and in the games. What, what, did they address at all about Bellinger's swing after he hadn't worked with the Cubs all offseason? Because one of the advantages of getting him signed early to that 
that deal that they talked all about is that he was in every day, very early, working to maintain and get back to that swing. I know that he had a he's coming off a good year, so maybe they didn't feel like he needed to as much. But do they feel that he 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 can pick up right where he left off? Council was adamant there's more than enough time. And I have to remind myself, it's still February. I mean, one more day, but it's still February. I mean, a full month. I think that's enough time. I don't disagree with you. And I said this to Carmen, like anytime you're off your routine a little bit, it could affect you. But with a month to go, with a year under his belt, with at least the hitting coaches are still here. Dustin Kelly was huge for him last year. I think he's okay. He's, he lives in Phoenix. He's been working out with a summer league coach he used to know. So, Yes, it wasn't the Cubs coaching staff, but this transition back to the Cubs is not going to be major. And it'd be different if it was March 15th. Plenty of time. Now, I wish he was getting in the games maybe a little bit sooner, but still, even if it is next week, that'll be almost a full month of games. Um, maybe he'll play a little bit more often than most regulars would, you know, as he, as he ramps up just to catch up on at-bats. But I don't think so, Sylvie. And look, if he held out coming off the two bad years, different story. Right, but coming off the good year and knowing the Cubs and the hitting infrastructure, I think I think he'll be okay, and certainly Council thinks so. Are there any noticeable differences between this team and how they're handling spring with Council on the top step versus Rossi? Yeah, there are there are um, a lot of individualized work. Uh, I'll see infielders go out there with three coaches, and it's just w- not one on one, but one on three coaches. You know, it's just one player out there. Usually, it's big team drills, right? But it's one-on-one work. So Morel's been out there. Wisdom's been out there. A lot of one-on-one work with coaches. So that's something different. Council likes to do that because it's really the only time in their lives they can get this kind of coaching one-on-one during spring training um, at, at, this, at this level. at this level. So that's one thing. Now, today I saw the whole team together. Council was running these infield drills. I love watching them because it's just like little league drills. Today was um, infielders and base runners – you know, man on third, what are you going to do with the ball when you get it? Infield in, infield back. What's the runner going to do? Contact play, not contact play. It was all done and a lot of instruction from Morell over at third base. Uh, saw Dansby Swanson instructing him. Saw Council instructing him. But it's everybody being reminded what to do. Man on third, less than two outs as a runner, as an infielder. So all those drills are happening and, and Council's hands-on about them. Uh, we talked to Boog the other day, Boog Shiambi, the voice of the mm-hmm. Cubs. And he was pretty adamant that he thinks PCA now is going to start in the minors. Is that the way you feel, too? Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I think it was maybe 50-50, maybe uh, about that. If Without Bellinger, I don't think there's much chance with Bellinger. Not with Tockman there. Um, not with other guys maybe taking up the DH spot. And you don't want Pete Crow Armstrong DHing. You don't want Bellinger DHing. Look, he's 21. Council keeps reminding us that. He's a college senior um, there's no reason to push it. And that's the other part of bringing Bellinger back. Remember, the Cubs never had him in their plans because their top prospect plays center. But the fact that he fell in their lap and their top prospect still needs some seasoning, it's working, working out great for the Cubs. They're, they're not tying up that position too much. If Bellinger is great, he might leave. If he's just good, he might stay, and that, that's okay. If he's bad, well, the Cubs are still due, uh, you know, are on the hook for $80 million, but only two more years after this one. So it really is a win-win all around. And if PCA is just busting through the door, they'll figure it out. They'll move Bellinger to first. They'll put him as the DH a little bit. They'll move PCA to let whatever it takes. 
if he's ready to rock and roll. But he's not quite ready anyway, so this works out well. Nice flare yesterday against the Reds. Reds were leading in the, uh, I believe, in the ninth inning, and PCA flared one to just over the shortstop. Is that that sarcasm? No, 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 I'm saying. luck with the flare? No. Is that correctly described, Jess? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he flared one to just over the shortstop. Yeah, yeah. Drove in two remember, runs. Remember, he's 0 for 14 in his career, so he's going to start in the minors. So he may not get that first hit until, you know, months, months later. We'll see. But, um, look, it's the second rain farm system. This is something I said to you guys, even going back a couple of years, Jed was always going to let this thing cook down in the minors. And he developed it enough that it's the second rain farm system. We don't know about the obvious star down there. We don't know who that might be. It might be Kate Horton. Maybe it's. Owen Casey or someone, maybe it's Matt Shaw, by the way. Tommy, you always ask me, who's the guy? Matt Shaw is getting rave reviews at camp. That was the first-round pick last year out of Maryland. Um, Really rave reviews. Small guy, but built, stocky. Not not stocky, but but strong, good uh, lower base. And he's playing both great. uh, He's looking great both offensively and defensively. So he's a guy to watch. But it was always going to be about this farm system. And, again, this is why they were willing to walk away from Bellinger and are even in a better spot with them on a team-friendly deal and still can let this farm system cook a little bit. All right, Jesse, anything else? Well, um, Cubs, Sox later on this week, again, on Friday. But I was there yesterday watching Otani against the White Sox. Garrett Crochet struck him out looking. That was pretty cool. Crochet's looking good as a starter. There's a positive. I did see Otani homer a couple innings later. It's just an oppo blast that only he could hit. it's insane over at Dodger land. It is absolutely insane going over there. Not so much on the White Sox side, but the Dodger side is just fans everywhere all the time. I said on SportsCenter, it reminded me of Caitlin Clark. You go to an Iowa game or to watch one person play. And right now, everyone shows, is showing up at Dodger land to watch one person work out, play, whatever. And he showed that he was the real deal yesterday, at least hitting that home run. But at least Crochet, that's, there's one positive. He could turn himself into a starter. The White Sox may have a, a nice find, a, a, a cheap starter, first-round good player. We'll see if, it, if, it, if it, it turns out that way, but he's at least in the mix. Good stuff, Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. Enjoy. Okay, boys. Talk to you later. Safe travels. Good stuff. There's Jesse Rogers uh, from spring training. All right, we're going to cross-talk with Black and Abdallah. It's brought to you by Stein Hoffels, and it's next. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Be listening to Black and Abdallah as far as they can take us. Liar. It's actually, it's actually pretty far. Yeah, because it's east. And you can take us anywhere because you can the use ESPN Chicago. The everywhere. Wow. We'll make the full trip. It's, that's yeah. true. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> what do you guys do uh, What will you be talking about? Well, at 7.15, Sport. you're going to want to hear what's going on because uh, we have something special planned at 7.15. Uh, have you guys heard of the movie Dune? Uh, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Dune Part 2, two will yeah. be released this week. And yeah. we have a special guest who will prep us that will get us ready for Dune Part 2. Mm-hmm. Eddie? On the show tonight. Eddie on the north side? No, Timothy Chamelet. Eddie on the north side. The stars joining you? Yeah, Timothy. Yeah. 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 Awesome. <laughs> It'll be great. I did not see Dune 1. It Neither was a did good? I. So 
I saw what, Dune what was one. Dune about? Sand and wind. It's a lot of sand yeah, and walking. It's futuristic, correct? Yeah. Right? It's about what it sounds like. It's yeah, it's wait, 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 Chris, you were giving me crap yesterday because yeah. I hadn't seen it, yeah, and yeah. now you're admitting that you've not seen it. Yeah, but we were hoping I think I'm that... the only one that's seen it out of all of us in these A rooms. little behind the scenes for the bit that we're going to pull off at 7.15 tonight. We were hoping that you were a bit more nerdy, that you would be able to help us with the bit, but he we found someone else. Connor. Yeah. yeah well, well, we, we, thank you for spoiling, spoiling the, the bit, but thank you. Thank you, Z. When did Dune come out? How, oh, how like old four, is it? Four years ago? That's it? Four yeah. Five years ago? ago? Yeah. Sounds yeah. older than that. The yeah. book is old. The book and, is and very there, old. There was an original movie as yeah. well. With, um, so oh. back in the day, there was an original movie. from Twin Peaks name, Kyle McLaughlin. There, there's an yeah, original name, movie. Yeah, he was so. in the original. Is uh, William Defoe in this one? Did I see him? Did I see him in it? Willem Defoe? I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't think he was in the first oh, one. Either. I don't remember him being in the first one. Let me see. It's uh, Timothy Chalamet. It's uh, Zendaya. It's uh, Batista. Yes, Batista. It's, um, Aquaman. What's the dude? What's the other guy's name? Um, Aquaman's in it. Momoa. Momoa. Isn't the guy from No Country from All That Men yeah. in it? Yeah. Uh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin's oh, in it. Not a bad cast. Oh, yeah. great. It's a great cast. It's There's a pretty a good cast. People. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Christopher Walken. Why did I yeah, say Christopher Walken's in it? Walken's yeah. in it. So is uh, Rebecca Ferguson, who was in the uh, the uh, Mission Impossible movies. Rebecca Ferguson's in it. Yeah. So we, we'll, we'll get people ready for the movie. I mean, but you guys are going to the Combine. That's outstanding. That's right. Yes. We're we actually tried to... Um, an interesting question was that Tyler said he could his vertical jump was, was better than anyone's at the station. Yeah, I heard him he talking trash. He called you stiff. I yeah, think he called you stiff. We just had him jump out there. He's pretty stiff. No, uh, first of all, I'm wearing, I'm wearing uh, Cole Hans. I don't have Nikes. Ooh, I'm not, I'm not, ready, I'm not ready to run. I've got the losers on right no, now. These might as well be Cole Hans. He Second did touch all, the season. Did you, ceiling. Did you touch the ceiling? Did you get it First close? of all, you're, you're taller than me. Second of all, you're younger. Of course you can you do it. You should have seen me without even, without even stretching. You almost sliced your hand. I, I did, and I felt like I tore my, my patella tendon and my hamstring. I did All two jumps jump. over there. How high did you get? I, I, I almost enough. got to the did ceiling. Did you? That's pretty good. Almost, but I don't feel injured. I need one of those. Uh, young. I need those those old shoes that yeah. help you jump the, well, with the, the platforms. When we were at Soldier Field uh, for the draft, which I, you know, coming up here again on a year, um, on the field they had some of the combine drills that you could participate in, and we were like across the field. Kick they, rocks. They had the thing. They had the uh, whatever it's called, the high jump. With all the little yeah, things. They, they, they test yeah. your vertical leap. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. And we're like, oh, let's go do that. This will be great content. And as we get closer and closer, we notice that it's getting smaller and smaller and that it's for kids. And it's only about <laughs> four feet. Yeah. It's only about four feet That's tall. my kind of vertical <laughs> jump right there. Like, oh, so man. did you try? This is no, not we all walked over there and realized it was for kids and then walked we're like, away. like, oh, man. We're like, this Charlie, you fun. try it. That's what Tyler said he's best at. But I, I don't understand this trash from uh, Tyler. Dude, it was a flex. Stiff. It was definitely a flex. You just I would break it your ankles. Just now. You'd break my you ankles. Watch out. You didn't challenge me. Challenge. Wow. Zetterman challenged challenge. me. I'll play you well, too. I think you, me, and Zerman should play 21. Play 20. Good no, old, 21. Good old day. 21 oh, is the you, worst you game in the world. You don't like 21? Oh, okay. You don't like 21. The sidewalk is pretty open. I think you guys should race. I'll race. I'll round robin you. Like, I'll round robin with What does that mean? You got like a round I robin? Play black black yeah. plays Zetterman, Zetterman plays me. Yeah, round robin. 
One-on-one. Smokey, Smokey want a piece of this as well? Smokey's back there talking. Smokey he said he would kick everybody's smoke. ass. That's what he just told me. Probably. Your field's finest. So yeah, Hans is still young. He's still throwing goalposts into the river. Like, he's... He's agile. He was just telling us he dunked once, and it was like the peak of his existence. Yeah, he's, he's different. It's been downhill from there. He also told me he broke his foot. Uh, what was it? Euro-stepping a girl in high school? Excuse me? It what? was uh, five what? days before high school tryouts. Euro stepped this girl in gym. What are you fracturing my foot? Over here? What are you? No, Is that wasn't good. Oh, you broke your he foot. Broke, oh, he okay. broke his foot. Is that code for anything? No? And then we were, we were swapping stories. I broke my uh, I broke my wrist playing <laughs> wiffle ball. What? Yeah, and when we were playing outside, the the grass was okay. The grass was wet, and I slipped and broke my fall with my hand, and uh, snapped that my is wrist. The clumsiest injury snapped I've my heard. wrist in half. Yeah. Were you trying to hit it deep? I mean, was no. We were just, I was just running, and the, the guy was like, "Did the whoa, like the feet up in the air? Like you slip on ice?" But this was I thought wet you grass. were like at at the plate taking a swing. And no, just... no, I was running and like. I slipped. Head Dal over. had a full-on Tom and Jerry injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah essentially. You might yeah. as well have slipped yeah. on a banana peel. I, like, it was, basically. <laughs> and uh, landed on my... I did the, the break my fall with my hand, which you're not supposed to do. So then, not then, supposed to then, do it. Then you spent like the next six weeks in one of those like... Fake cast that just you just a, tie up. You no, know? no, no. I had like a yeah, full... real cast? I had a full cast. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Full cast. I've never broken anything. Really? Oh, my goodness. Just, wow. just hearts. Yeah. Just hearts. <laughs> In those was good. Oh, it was good. It was good. <laughs> Never Just broke it. And ankles. You broke ankles uh, on my, the crossover. My ankle has hit the ground before. No, That's I mean, you break happening. breaking Tyler's ankles well, on the court. He won't be able to take uh, the crossover. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. Okay. Never I, a finger. I will I will buy a ticket to this round robin. Wouldn't that be fun? I think that'd be great. To watch you guys battle on the court. See, that's what I think. I I think we should do. You guys were all, everybody was all gung-ho about the MVP games between all you old guys. We need the MVP games between all the young people. Next generation. That's what it's called. I'm putting myself, I'm slightly older than Chris, I'm going to put myself in the old guy category and not do anything. Oh, I'm old. I'm not. I'm not. Look, I, I, I'm I, not trying to claim that I'm young by any stretch. I'd rather watch this than the Bulls. Absolutely. Are you yeah. kidding me? Streaming on YouTube and on Twitch. Yeah. yeah for here's sure. the one thing I know. Absolutely. You're a lefty, right? Lefty. Are you a lefty or a righty, Tyler? That's. Uh, you, you get to find out. Yeah. Just answer the question. That's, that's, like, that's not that's a not bad tactic. Games Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. matter. Just see. He's a righty. Are you a lefty or a righty? Find out. Okay. He's a righty. <laughs> I'll tell you what. What has gotten into him? I play golf. He's, he golfs righty. Okay. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. All you right, know, I'll, I'll disclose. Um, I'm a righty shooter, Ooh. but my left is my dominant hand. What? So that threw everyone off. Smokey in there. I, I understand Smokey this. just had a coronary. I, I oh, was the same way. Playing basketball, same way. I can go right and dribble better with my right hand than my left hand because I practice so much. On my off hand, that my That's off good. hand became the dominant hand. So I'm a lefty who wants to go to the right side. Can you teach Patrick Williams when he comes back? <laughs> we could try. Okay. Doubt we could it. Try. I will tell you this Danny will take the game way too seriously. Well, no doubt. Oh, See you right here. I appreciate that. Guys. I appreciate yeah. it. He will give max effort. I like that. It'll be He's good show up with wristbands. Yeah, it'll and be good. Oh, yeah. Where's his game? Yeah. Is, he, is his game from the you know from the perimeter, or is he you know? I don't know. He, I, haven't, I don't think I've ever hooped with uh, Danny. I feel He's like a chucker. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah. Like He's from the a outside. Yeah. No, doesn't Cap have a story when they went out to spring training once? Uh, didn't he and Danny go and play basketball? 
I think there was a story to that. There was something that came out of that. How did it go? I don't know. I don't, yeah. re- I don't remember think? the story, but I, I feel like I they don't talked know. about it. Did go? Cap try and post him up? <laughs> yeah. He could. Take him down to the block. <laughs> Cap's that Buffalo Wild Wings commercial where the buffalo is boxing people out through windows. <laughs> <laughs> Just using that ass. Just... <laughs> He's using that ass for Caleb Williams right Whoa, now. Yeah. What was that? That was great. <laughs> Tell Cap to stay out of his. That was great. What? That's Someone weird. said that they need to call the morning show uh, Caleb Williams featuring Cap and Jay Hood. We used to do, I don't know if people remember this. I don't know if you guys remember this. When LeBron, before he made the decision, we literally did a show called LeBron James Tonight. Yeah, we Every night that. leading up to his decision. Was it, called, was it was yeah, legit. Yeah, we called LeBron imaging. James tonight. We had special imaging, uh, the big voice. And uh, in, in every night, we had an hour of programming dedicated. Jonathan oh, Hood would just talk about LeBron. Information about what LeBron well, going to do. The next two days are our Caleb Williams brought to you by Toyota. Yeah, yeah, of course. Two thirty, six thirty, as it should be, and and. He said things that were favorable today. Yes. In the Pete Thamel article. We should article. pick up uh, some Chicago pizza and drive it to Indy and bring it to him. Oh, yeah. To his press conference. Some beef. He doesn't like red meat. Uh, he he didn't mention. He didn't mention. Oh, I thought okay. he said in that article about, he didn't uh, like red meat. <laughs> he said he's not, he's not the biggest fan of red meat, is okay. what he said. He said deep dish pizza, so we need to bring him some pizza. No, bring him some, bring him some real. Bring him some thin crust. Real, real Chicago pizza. Show him what's up. Tavern style. That's not what he's asking for. Bring them both and let him decide. Yeah, there you go. That should be part that, of the uh, the interview process tonight because he's, he's meeting with the Bears tonight, right? It's a big night yes. tonight. Yeah. This is the night. It's date night. Who you do you hope, think he made the uh, reservation name under? This may just be Mitchell a, Trubisky. Know, they may be playing simulator golf instead. That's probably what I would do. Yeah, I would pick go- I would pick golf over darts. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah, golf over darts for sure. You know, what, what am I? Ted Lasso? Of course. Golf over darts. But do they want you to pick darts so they can see the the arm arm movement? Maybe. Or they just want you to see something that you're competitive at, right? Yeah, that's that's okay. the, the gimmick. Golf. I, I'm picking golf because it's got a ball, and I'm all about ball. That's why Eberflus is... I'm all about ball. Are you about ball? You go crazy you for that answer. You about ball? I'm about ball. Yeah. Right. Right. Ball? I like him. Love ball. All my love, coaches love, love ball. It. All right, we're off to Indy. Uh, we will down. talk to you to tomorrow at two thirty with Carmen and Yurko. Black and Abdallah coming up next, and some Dune conversation yes. at seven fifteen. I look forward to that. Can't wait! Can't wait! <laughs> Have a fun drive, guys. Thanks yeah. to Barstool Big Cat today for joining us. Jesse Rogers was that, and uh, that was it, I believe. Yes, uh, Will Bond uh, was under the weather today. Thank you to Tyler Aki and Kevbo. It's not nice. I'm concerned for Wilbon. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Wednesday night.